One of the cast members, Jake, said in an interview that he wasn't aware that there would be any kind of ultimatum. And I understand that you said like you kind of understood that a little bit, but he kind of made it seem like he was just kind of um, not in the know with what the show is. Do you think they did that to certain people or maybe he just had a misunderstanding? <laughs> yeah, so I think day before all the producers gave, gave us a call and let us know like, hey, by the way, we're probably, it's probably gonna be called Ultimatum if we get those you know, rights to do that. Welcome, I am Ashley. Um, so nice to meet you virtually. You look beautiful this morning. And uh, obviously I think you've connected with Jess prior to this, right? Yes, nice to meet yes, you. Yes, we did. Nice to meet you. So how are you feeling? Good, I mean, this week has been crazy, um, but fun and just a lot of different things going on, but it's been good feelings. <laughs> Beautiful. And we're so happy to have you. First off, congratulations on your engagement to Hunter. Thank you. I was just, oh, of course. I was just honestly, and uh, you know, probably a lot of other people watching, I felt so much relief for you, Alexis, (laughs) that you didn't have to go through with the full experiment. I mean, how were you feeling when that happened? Because I'm sure kind of walking in, you're sizing up the guys, you're also sizing up the girls. Like, which one of these is, girls is going to live with my man? For me, that would be such a struggle. Um, so how did you kind of feel about all of that coming in? And, you know, how did you feel when he ultimately proposed and you didn't have to go through with all of that? Yeah, so that day, um, you know, it started off, I get coffee, I see Hunter, April, Lauren um, at like the Starbucks or whatever the coffee shop is that the hotel we're at. And, you know, He doesn't really say hi to me. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, you know, I know we're not technically supposed to really talk to people off of, you know, filming, but I was like, yes, it's kind of unsettling. Like tonight's the night. And I definitely was like, you know, I don't have a connection with anyone. So at this point, I'll be picking someone just who I think would be the best to live with. But I had been going on dates right Right. throughout the week. And um, that day I had, or the day before that day, I had one last date and, you know, I laughed on these dates. I had so much fun, but it was a friendship, not this trial marriage. Right. So I was like, I just want to live with the person that I came here with. I don't want to live with someone else. And I love living by myself. <laughs> so it's like, great. Now I have to share. Feel you. <laughs> so, you know, Hunter's not talking to me really morning of April and Lauren are telling me that, you know, we're going to pick your we're going to pick Hunter. And I'm like, I'm glad that you guys see all these amazing things in him. Um, I already saw that, but you know, you guys have your little fun triangle. I'm going to go get ready for the day. Um, and so I'm getting ready. I have my last date and I'm, you know, the, everyone's asking me like, who are you going to pick? Who are you going to pick? I was like, I don't know. Do you have any suggestions? (laughs) (laughs) And you know, I'm like, who should I live with? Who's like the easiest to live with? Um, And then, you know, everyone starts kind of pairing up at the dinner table at the choice. It's like clear match here, clear match here. Um, And so when it's my turn to pick, it's Nate and Colby are the people that are kind of like left on the table. And I guess I probably could have picked anyone, but I don't think I realized that until maybe after. So I, you know, I start just talking about, they asked me like, what, you know, what was the reason that you came here? And the reason I came here was, for Hunter to be a hundred percent. Cause I came in wanting to marry Hunter throughout right. the entire week. I never once said I could see myself in a marriage with so-and-so, or I could see myself with anyone other than Hunter. Um, and I, you know, I was like, well, I find this person and this person attractive, but that doesn't mean I see a future with them. You know, I'm just right. credit where credit's due. That's a lot. And it's such an uncomfortable situation. I know we were uncomfortable watching, but kind of take <laughs> us back when you heard about this project. What was this originally? How did you get signed up for this? Um, can you give us a little insight into how you connected with Netflix? Did you even know it was going to be a Netflix show? Because I know going on season one of a new reality show can be a little... Um, fearful yes. and 
<laughs> I know there's a lot of emotions that goes in with that, but how did, how did they find you? Um, how did Hunter react? Can you give us a little bit of insight into all that? Yeah. So <clears throat> Hunter and I are having a conversation and, you know, we're sitting on the couch and we're talking about, okay, these are when our leases are up. Like we've been dating for two years, kind of what's like the next step. Do we want to move in together? And Hunter, you know, was like, I want to live together for a year before we get engaged. Um, my parents did that. And I said to him, I said, well, you know, I've been transparent with him since day one on, I really want to be engaged before I move in with someone. Um, but I see both sides, but personally, you know, my parents moved in before they got married, they're divorced. So I think I just had this idea in my head, like, no, before you commit to doing that. And then once you're engaged, you have that kind of fun time where you're living together, you're figuring out each other's, you know, schedules and you're celebrating the engagement. So it's like a happy time and you've already gotten that commitment. So we were off and he was like, well, I'm, I'm down to propose in like a year, but I want to live together first and like confer. So mm -hmm. I get approached via a DM on Instagram and I was like, oh my God, Hunter, they're listening to our conversations. Like we <laughs> just had this conversation. So I, I think they had said like, we're the producers of Love is Blind, um, which I'd already seen. So I was like, that's cool. Um, I like the concept. I like the show. So I was like, let's just hear them out. But Hunter and I were very much like, okay, just because we're having this initial call doesn't mean it's, he's saying yes. He was open to it, but there was, yeah. he obviously had a lot of questions for me and for the the interviewer. And at that point, was it an ultimatum type of show? It was, so it was kind of positioned as like a wife swap where you're going to be living with someone, but um, in no way, shape or form, it was like a trial marriage. It was, you're going to be trying to relate to another person that's going through a similar situation in their relationship. So for instance, Hunter it was going to be like, I'm going to live with someone that you know, sees it from a point of view, a view that you are Alexis, like they want to get engaged and maybe this will help me understand from another, you know, side of view, like what you're feeling. Right. And I was like, I think that's great. You know, and maybe I'll live with someone that has like a really type A personality just to confirm, like, you know, I love your patience and, um, you know, calmness. So that was what we had hoped for or envisioned, I guess, before going in. Was it hard to convince him to go on? Cause I was talking with Jess about this and I was like, I would probably be more down to do it, but I feel like it'd be so hard to convince my significant other to do like a reality show. And maybe because like we, we know Jess so well and we've seen what happened, but <laughs> was it hard to convince him to like <laughs> fall on the show? Um, okay. So he obviously had a lot of questions. He wasn't like, no, he wasn't. Yes. But I think he could see that I was excited. I was like, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Um, you know, why not? And I think throughout the process, since we kept going through the interviews, I don't think we ever thought that, oh, we would eventually get picked. And then sure. we kept going through and going through. And it was like a lot of time that we devoted to, we're like, all right, we're doing this thing. Sure. And we liked the concept because we're going in as a couple figuring out to try to confirm, okay, are we the right one for each other? I don't think Hunter and I, or I could have ever gone on like, you know, single show. Um, you know, it, we really liked that. It was, you come in together, you're figuring out a path forward for your relationship. Understood. That's really cool. I love it. That's really awesome. One of the cast members, Jake said in an interview that he wasn't aware that there would be any kind of ultimatum. And I understand that you said like, you kind of, understood that a little bit, but he kind of made it seem like he was just kind of um, not in the know with what the show is. Do you think they did that to certain people or maybe he just had a misunderstanding? <laughs> yeah. So I think day before all the producers gave, gave us a call and let us know like, Hey, by the way, we're probably, it's probably going to be called ultimatum if we get those, you know, rights to do that. And uh, are you guys comfortable with that? At that point, it's like, it's literally okay. the night before we're packed our bags <laughs> oh. committed at this point. You know what I mean? Okay. You're like, I guess. <laughs> You're like, in a turn of events. I know. <laughs> so how did your so, friends and family react? Sorry, Jess. Yeah, go ahead. How did your friends and family react when, first of all, when you said you were doing it, and then second of all, like when the show came out? So 
I think my friends at first were like, haha, that's funny. And they thought like, you know, that's funny. You got approached about it. Nothing. But then when I told them that I actually was giving like a time of day and, you know, interviewing with this, they were like, oh my God, this is crazy. You have to tell us what happens. My mom <laughs> was like all for it. My mom is like, she's wild. She's like, okay, great. We're going to call up TMZ. I'm like, all right, I can't oh tell you anything anymore. You. You're wild. Um, Hunter's family was definitely not as like excited about it as <laughs> my friends and, um, you know, my family, but his friends were supportive. My friends were supportive. They were like, you guys are clearly confident enough in your relationship where you're able to just like go and do that. And that's truly how we felt. We were like, we know each other. We're confident in sure. us. Let's go. I don't, we would have never done it if we weren't confident in our relationship, I think. I love that you made that decision together. I've always been so hesitant, maybe because I went through it on an individual basis, but I've always been so hesitant to kind of bring my fiance into the mix. So more power to you. And I think every, I mean, you guys had obviously like the ultimate um, result coming out of this in getting engaged, which is amazing. But I want to dig into a little bit of these really uncomfortable speed dating situations and especially your conversation with Colby when you brought up, and I've talked about this on, on recent podcasts. So you brought up about relationship expectations that lifestyle is important and you need a partner who's financially stable is obviously you're doing your thing. You're bringing, you know, financial stability in as well. And you've got your thing going. I love it. Like to me, that makes a lot of sense. I think in the following scene, uh, there was another castmate who said a man needing to be financially stable in order to get engaged is BS. And I'm totally with you on this. And I think um, from some things that I've seen, that might have not been taken into the appropriate context. But I love that you put that out there. And I think like I would be, I would have absolutely said something similar. And it's something that's important to me as well. What's the shame in that? I don't, I don't see it. Yeah, I think, you know, Hunter and I have kind of the same idea on this. It's we're both equal contributors. We're both partners in this relationship. And ultimately, that's what I wanted, right? I'm my goal is not to be with someone that wants to be the stay home dad. Like I want to have someone that is equally contributing. And that was never a question with Hunter. Like he's great in his career. He's super intelligent. I go to him for advice all the time when it's about, you know, work. Um, but yeah, it's, I grew up very, you know, independent. My parents, when they got divorced, obviously a divorce isn't great, but because they both had their own careers, there was never this like fight of money or child support, any of that. It was my mom had her job. My dad had his job. And I saw that and I was like, I want to have that as well. I would never want to have to rely on someone. Um, and I just wanted someone that felt the same way. And, you know, that's never been a question from me and Hunter's relationship. Um, I think in that exact moment with Colby, some of the stuff that I was hearing was like, not equal, maybe partnership. So I definitely clarified, you know, I would want to be with someone that wants to be an equal contributor. So do you think Colby was giving you stay at home dad vibes? Yes. Okay. (laughs) I also feel like people take that the wrong way. When you say you want someone financially stable, like people hear that and think, Mm -hmm. Oh, you, you want somebody with money. That's not what that means. You know what I mean? Like financially stable is like, you know what to do, whether you make 40 grand or you make 300 grand, like you are wise with your money and have a plan. So I feel like people take that the wrong way all the time. Motivated too, right? Totally. You're not like, I think that's the biggest thing that I've learned is I have the least patience and being with Hunter, he has Mm -hmm. so much patience. So it's just about being patient. Like when I look at my parents, you know, and their success, not like they were having that at maybe 25, 27, it took them a long time to build that up. So just being able to see that in a person, like they have drive, they want to be successful. They want to, you know, contribute to the family. All of those kind of characteristics are important to me. We got a listener question um, that's really good, actually. And I'm interested in your take on this. What do you think would have happened in your relationship if you had not given this ultimatum and gone on the show? Because you guys were at a pretty pivotal point prior to the show. So if you didn't do it, where do you think you'd be? So I, both of our leases end like right when the show started. We packed up our stuff. We put it into different storage units because we didn't know 
what was going to happen. But my goal was to move to California afterwards. My family's out here. Well, my mom, um, my job was kind of taking me out there because my accounts are out in the West Coast. So I was like, okay, worst case, I'm going to move to California. I'm sure Hunter might also, because he also has family here and he's from here. And but I wasn't going to give in to living with him because I was, I've seen it with my friends. I've seen them, you know, make that commitment, move in. And then they're like, all right, when is like the ring coming? You said it's going to be here. And I don't want to, I never wanted to be in that situation where I'm like resenting this person because I did it for him and not for me. Um, and Hunter never wanted me either, you know, so he wanted me to be comfortable with it. So I try not to think of like, what if, because obviously it didn't happen, but maybe we both would have been living out in LA separately, which obviously financially is not the best decision, but maybe it's the right decision just to kind of make the point of this is what I believe in. Yeah. And I feel like, what was it called? Decision day? Is that what it's called? Jess? Choice. Choice, oh, choice. I choice feel like day. that was so emotionally charged. Like when I was watching that, I was like, this is like very... It was so emotional. Yeah. Why do you think it was so intense? Especially after your proposal, I feel like that's when things like hit a fever pitch. Like what is happening? Yeah. So the biggest thing for me the whole entire week was <clears throat> a lot of people were saying your ex, we called them the, your, our exes, which was like so Aww. hard, and crazy. but it was like, your ex is great in this way, this way, and this way. And, you know, someone would say, yeah, like, you know, go for him or whatever. And my jaw just kind of dropped. I was like, I love that you would say these positive things about, you know, the person I'm with, but I don't want to encourage you to like date and be with this person. Like the goal is for me totally to natural. <laughs> yeah. I was like the goal is for me to end with this person, you know? So I was so when people really did start to form connections, which I was seeing, because we're going on dates with each other, right? Next to each other. And um, I was like, damn, like clear it just proved to me I was like I am not open in relationships in the very beginning I'm kind of closed off takes me forever to open up Mm -hmm. and let alone open up you know with cameras on you so I was like some of these people are really being vulnerable they're really opening themselves up and they're connecting with people that they did not come here with and I think that's a lot to take in obviously I didn't have that experience I wasn't connecting on like a love, you know, relationship with anyone, but from a friendship level or advice level, you know, I got along with a lot of the guys and would go to them, Hey, what would you do in this situation? But I think because there were true connections forming, it's just so, it's so confusing. Yeah. Sure. And I'm sure, I'm sure scary too. Yeah. So on the choice day though, obviously it was very intense. We were all so thrilled uh, for you and Hunter and you, I'm sure felt so much relief And we kind of see everyone's reaction to your engagement and everyone is so happy for you too. But then we see the other couple get engaged, Nate and Lauren. And I felt like everyone was really rude to them. You know, in their moment of getting engaged, it didn't seem like everyone maybe understood or was there something that we didn't maybe see? Obviously they weren't on the same page about having kids. I think that's happens in a lot of relationships. Was there maybe something that we didn't see or did it maybe come across that everyone was just kind of weirded out by their engagement? Or can you tell us a little more about that? I did. I actually got a few questions in the DMs about this, that it seemed like no one was happy for them and it was kind of sad to watch. Yes, I agree. A lot of people were not happy. And I think the biggest thing was you're now taking two couples out of the mix. And some people, whether, you know, Nate might not have been picked, but some people were connecting, you know, with Nate and Nate also was connecting with other people. So, but at the end of the day, what people I don't think saw was, I think Lauren was really struggling this week. You know, she was like, I don't, I'm not having a real connection with any of these guys either. And none of these guys really can help me figure out my issues with kids or not having kids or whatever. So I think Nate was very in tune with that and saw Lauren struggling. And I don't think he maybe does the best job of explaining it, but I think his intentions were like, I want to take my girlfriend out of this situation where I can tell she's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And I think 
to everyone else, it was very confusing. It was like, well, you just said you, you saw this and this person and this and this person. I bet all that is still true. I know he wasn't planning on doing it and it was just kind of a impromptu thing, but I think at the end of the day, would they have benefited from the experience? Maybe, but it's, they're happy and like they're having their wedding in October. You know, they're oh, happy. Nice. They're having a, they're agreeing on having a child. So I think they had to work it out via therapy and not through the experience. So it makes sense to me. Um, I think I've gotten like the most, like, did it take away from your, you know, special moment? I was like, absolutely not. I was so thrown off by what happened. I was like in shock. I was so happy. It hadn't even like crossed my mind that that would have happened that night. So, um, Hunter was like, wait, I just proposed to Alexis and you're telling me I now can't sit next to her back (laughs) to my chair and, you know, go to your spot. Yeah, go to your spot. They're like, just make sure. (laughs) And your hair looks beautiful up, by the way. I liked it. And so cringe at it. I'm like, why? Oh, you looked gorgeous. And so when did he seal the deal with a ring? Because he didn't actually have a ring that night. Is that right? Yeah. So the night before he had, you know, figured out, okay, I'm going to propose to Alexis. And I obviously didn't know this. None of the cast knew this. Um, I think I maybe had my hair down and then I had to change my dress because it ripped. So then I just like put it in a high pony and was like, this is already an emotional day. Like I'm good. I don't care at this point. So afterwards we get engaged, we stay the night. Um, we go the the next day, we're like telling all our family, we got engaged, blah, blah, blah. I was like, did you get approval from my dad? Did you talk to my, and he's like, well, Alexis, I literally decided this last night. I was like, well, you better call my dad. <laughs> um, but then we did the process together. We went and got a ring together and um, I got the to, best. Yes, I got to exactly what I wanted. Oh, so. you go girl. That's, that's a dream. That worked out well for you. <laughs> yes. I was like, I'm a picky person anyway. So it's just better this way. Get what the person wants, you know? Absolutely. So I'm dying to know. So you kind of were brought back in at your bachelorette party and you're seeing all these women and trying to figure out kind of what's going on in your trial marriages. And you were kind of talking to, um, you were kind of talking to Ray about her connection with Jake and April was sitting right there. Um, did you have an intuition that those two original couples weren't going to make it? And then were you surprised how everything turned out in the end with those couples? Okay. Yeah. So, you know, I walk into the bachelorette. I have no idea that, you know, April's just talked about like she's going to the doctor on Monday. This is I when I watched the film back, I was like, oh crap. You know, shit went down before I walked in the room. So I think emotions were kind of already tense, but when I saw everyone, I had no idea how the trial marriages were going. So you know, I'm asking everyone and everyone's going around and giving me like the details of I had so much fun with so and so. I'm having a really hard time with the switch back. That was really shocking to me. But then when I think about it, I'm like, well, you, you're you now moving in with the person that you came with after living with someone for three weeks. I get why you're probably having issues. There's like so much <laughs> unknown, you know? It's intense. So everyone's going around telling me kind of how they're doing it. Uh, I remember April was like, you know, me and Colby had a great time, but not on like a love level. It was just a friendship level. Um, me and Jake, you know, we're doing great, but we're still having a lot of issues here and there. So it's sounded like to me that I, I felt that April was going to walk away without Jake and like, she was okay with that. So, you know, I went on, I went on a lot of dates with Zay. And so I was asking Ray, like, how are you doing? You know, I could tell from my dates, he loved you. I mean, we literally talked about you on so many of our dates. What, what's going on? And I think I had just never gotten, you know, a, a real answer. And I was like, you guys have to make a decision in a week. You know, have you said it out loud to yourself? Like, do you know who you want to choose? And, and my personality is like, I'm the person that you can call when you need like to be boosted. And I will give you that confidence. I will tell you how amazing you are. But I'm also the person like, if you call and say, do I look terrible in this outfit? I'll be like, yes. 
So I was giving <laughs> Ray my honest opinion and she asked for it. Now, some of the conversations I had in front of April, yes, some of them maybe April actually wasn't there. So I wasn't like, you know, doing it all in front of her. But okay. Which it kind of looked like she was like standing there watching. Yeah. And okay. I never was going to ask Ray, like, you know, something that would hopefully make her uncomfortable, but I did see a connection with her and Jake and I, but I also saw how yeah. much Zay loved her or like talked about how he loved her. So I was like, how are you doing with yeah. all of this? Just trying to like kind of give some <clears throat> empathy and be like, I know that what you're dealing with is hard, but have you said out loud like what your decision is? So I was trying, you know, I talked with yeah. Shanice about Randall. I talked with Madeline about Colby. I talked about, you know, the, everything with everyone. So, and, well, yeah, go, yeah, ahead. go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was just going to say on the Shanique and Randall front, I think that's where I was the most surprised. They ended up engaged at the end, but they've broken up for six months and now they're getting together right as the show comes out. Did I get that timeline right? How do you feel about this couple? And do you think they'll last? And so, are they in it? I'm confused by this. So at The Bachelorette, I was talking a lot with Shanique about her and Randall. And I was like a number one supporter of them working out. And I made sure I told Shanique that I was like, I hope you guys work out. I kind of felt like, you know, Randall was very calm and patient, similar to Hunter. And Shanique had like, she knew what she wanted. She said what she wanted. And I loved that about her. Um, and so I was like, you know, how's everything going? It makes sense to me that they broke up and figured stuff out because I think they tried throughout the kind of filming, but there was a lot more maybe that needed to, you know, they needed to figure out separately. I don't know their relationship very well, but when they were together, they were super cute. So I was like, I hope you guys work out. I only saw positives when they were together. So, you know, okay. I, think doing, I think they're doing really well together now. And I think that they will get married and I think they'll be a great couple. So how is wedding planning going for you and, and all the fun things? Wedding planning has been so fun. We're like done with all of the big ticket items because it's two months away, which it's flown by. That's crazy. So are you getting married in California? Yes. Oh, how exciting. How yeah. was the process of planning as two women who are kind of going through this right now? How mm -hmm. was it? Was it stressful, especially having like this whole show, like kind of in the background? Yeah, I think with the show, with my job, with my personal life, moving out here, wedding planning, it's been a lot, but it's been really fun. We have Hunter's mom, who is our wedding planner, which has been so, so nice. Great. And um, Hunter's been great. Like he's been involved in every step of the way, comes to all the meetings, you know, so that's been really nice. I'm like, I can offload some of this stress <clears> on you. Um, but at this point, I'm just like excited to have everyone come out, celebrate with them and marry Hunter. Like that's what I'm looking forward to at this point. Love it. Are any of your castmates going to be at the wedding? Um, Hunter would have wanted to invite, I think, every single one of them. And I think that's been the most challenging thing about the wedding is the venue we're having at is pretty small. I would love to invite everyone. But so. you can't. Don't even worry about that. Right. It is what it is. You know? So no, no Colby and Madeline. No Colby and Madeline, but you know, it's funny because it's been like a year now and the show's just coming out. Um, but like Colby and I are friends. Like we, we message in the group chat. We joke, like it was a, it was a day thing of, you know, drama. And then we moved on. I'm so happy to hear that. Isn't it interesting how so much time goes by from filming and wrapping to the show actually coming out? And you're like, wait, this happened last year. And, you know, bygones are bygones and we've moved on. I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah. That's great. And when I found out they were having a baby girl, I was like, Hunter, we have to get them a gift. <laughs> I went in the store and I was like, okay, now I understand why people spend so much money on their babies. It's everything in this store is adorable. I was like, why would anyone spend money? They're going to grow out of it in a week. Like, okay, I get it now. I get it. Like these things are yeah. so cute. Yeah, That's exactly. So, well, good. That's exactly. like, yeah. She's, people, yeah, people she's glowing and looks amazing. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I was looking at pictures of her. Um, how are you handling, like, are you getting any hate? And if so, how do you handle that? Are you having a hard time with that? Or are you just kind of brushing it off? I, I mean, of course I'm getting hate. I'm getting positive. I'm getting everything. And I think 
um, you know, it's nice to hear it all, but I'm also like, I'm a positive person. So I kind of just tune out the hate, delete it. it. Don't, I don't interact with it. I don't give it a t- the time of day. So, um, you know, I'm confident in myself and like my relationship. So at the end of the day, you saw what 10 clips kind of edited in together. You don't really know the real us. <laughs> That's right, my girl. I love that. Um, that any, yeah. Anything you want to clear up before we let you go? Any misconceptions or anything that you're like, that's just not true or like. Want well, to I think the biggest thing was like, you know, the finance stuff. I was like, it's really not that big of a deal. It's like, you know, I'm just wanting someone that's an equal partner. That's what Hunter is. There was never, it was never to be directed because of Hunter, right? It's just like dating in general. Um, I think that's the biggest thing probably. Um, but everything else I feel, you know, there's a lot that happens right off cameras. There's a lot that happens that wasn't shown, but I don't think people need an explanation on that. They should just know if they're understanding of reality TV. <laughs> That's right. You're a smart girl. Well, we wish you so well. Thank you so much for joining us. You're glowing. You, you look beautiful. We're so happy for this chapter in your life and coming out of the show unscathed and engaged. That's so exciting. Thank you. And congratulations to you guys and getting oh. married as well. Thank you. Thank you. All of us brides here. Congrats, Alexis. Thanks for taking the time with us. Thank Appreciate you. That was fun. It was fun. And I feel like we were talking over each other because I was like, I have so many questions and I've had a lot of coffee. No, <laughs> I was trying to let you get them out too because I know you're pretty passionate about the show. And um, yeah. she was lovely though. It seems like she's very happy in this new chapter and totally wish her well. She's handling everything with grace, which is really good. And it's interesting because I was reading about one of the couples, I guess they're couples no more, but Jake and April is, is, was her name April? Yes. And he was on Buzzfeed basically being like, I didn't want to do the show. She wanted to do it all because she wanted the fame. Like, and I was like, dang, you could tell Alexis clearly was not in it for that. You know, they had a relationship and were really Mm -hmm. trying to see if they could move to the next level. But I was like, dang, look at him throwing her under the bus. Talk about she wanted the fame. Yeah. I, I know. And I think, I don't know, I don't tend to maybe disagree with him just considering what that all looked like, but who knows, you know, you can never really know anyone's true intentions, but yeah, I think Alexis's perspective made a ton of sense to me once she started talking through, you know, she didn't want to be in, you know, moving in with someone unless they were engaged based on her past, her parents' divorce and things like that. It so makes all the sense, sense in the world. All and the hey, sense in the world. Good on her. It worked out for her. And look right. at her now. That's right. That's right. I mean, it's, and I definitely think people take that like financially stable. I don't know why people hear that and think, oh my gosh, gold digger. Gold digger. What? Like, since when does that mean gold digger? That literally just means like you're not like swimming in debt or you have a plan, like she said, and like, we can grow together. You know, it takes time. I I at least want to see that you've got like, you know, some ambition here. Yeah. It's, she's the breadwinner. Right. And sometimes that's scary because you want someone to bring something to the table. You want to know that if times are tough, you can rely on them to, you know, support you. And I think that's okay. We've come a long way. People get so triggered by that though. People get so triggered by like women saying. Why though? Rather than a traditional, maybe more of a traditional old school relationship where the woman would be expecting the man to be the provider and I'm the stay at home mom. Mm -hmm. It's just not the way the world is anymore. It's not. You know, it's too bad that these hardworking women have to be judged. Yeah. This way. I don't like it. Um, So another lingering question from the show was, should you go through your significant other's phone? Oh, let's talk about this. Because that happened. Let's talk about this. First of all, when is a phone just hanging out? I mean, phones are password, passcode protected. How do you even do that? I mean, it doesn't take much <laughs> laying in bed and watching a finger to a, to a phone to Tell us more, figure Jess. out Tell what us the more. password is. <laughs> but look... I used to do this because I've been in really unhealthy relationships in the past and I do not do this anymore. And it is the best feeling ever that you don't have to, to, that I don't have to. And I don't want to, you know, (laughs) like it's, and I'm sure if you're going to look in someone's phone, you already know what's there essentially. Or, you know what you're looking for. You know what you're looking for. You will find it. Yeah. I think it's a big no. 
I think it's a big no. And and I, and I think that what you said is spot on. Like if I'm at the point where I'm like, I want to look through someone's phone, then I'm already in a bad place, you know, or, but you know, I'm open to pushback on that because you know, a lot of women have discovered things by going through phones that they probably needed to know. Um, Absolutely. But I just feel like if you're there, that's just not healthy. I don't know. All right. I'm just going to say it. Say it. This is my really embarrassing story about being in a toxic place with someone. It wasn't a toxic relationship, but I was in a toxic place with someone who I thought I was giving my life to. You know, we lived, um, he lived in a different country, actually. And right. we were doing this long, di- like you say long distance, this is like international relationship. And I put everything I had into it. And I thought right. I was going to marry this person. But then he broke up with me out of nowhere and it made no sense. So I did what any self-suspecting 23-year-old would do, and I hacked his Facebook because I figured out his password very easily. It was his domain name of his email. I'm like, come on, buddy. Like, you got to do better than that. So, and what did I find when I got in there? He actually was cheating. And then it made a whole lot more sense to me why he broke up with me. You so had some I was, closure. I was glad I did it in the end. But when I told him that I hacked his Facebook, it was almost like worse than the cheating. He thought it was worse than the cheating, which I, I don't know, but I was just glad that I had. <laughs> I don't know I was either. glad I had that. It's pretty Definitely bad. not worse than the cheating, but like. Look, I was glad I what? had that information because Absolutely. I was just sitting here thinking, how did I not see this coming? What did I do? This person I thought loved me more than anything. Am I just this idiot? And I knew it wasn't an idiot after that. So sorry. I was crazy. Like love makes you do crazy things. And I was not well during that time. But, you know, I see these, I see these relationships and I see they're kind of in a similar place. It's, you know, it's not, they're not confident in the relationship. There's toxicity. It's very unhealthy. You know, I think that's your biggest indicator. You don't need to go on a show. You need to move on. That's right. And speaking of toxicity and being crazy in love or out of love. Um, the Kardashians premiered on Hulu. It was a really good first episode. And Shayna Mokler, um, who is Travis Barker's ex, actually came out and said she will not be watching the show. Um, I'm sure she was asked this. I mean, I would hope she didn't just like proactively put this out there because nobody was asking. But I get that. But I also I will totally say, I that. feel like she continues to try to make waves with... Travis and Courtney's relationship and it's kind of like you gotta just move on do you think to stay relevant and in the public eye or because she's still into him I don't know but I will say when you have kids with somebody it's just a different ball game right so she can't really ever just be like not there she's got kids with them I'm sorry circle back to that why is it a different ball game if you have kids with them let's go be- there because you're never gonna be like you gotta you, you're always gonna be there you're always gonna be present right so it's not like I don't want to say she's trying to stay relevant because I would argue that she is relevant. She's the mother of his kids, if that makes sense. Oh, of course. Right. So I think there's relevance there. Um, And that's probably why she might be commenting or or getting asked all of these questions. And maybe she wants to be excluded from the narrative or maybe she wants to be a part of it because, you know, like whatever. But um, I think like I understand her not wanting to watch the show because how heartbreaking. I mean, just watching Courtney and Travis like make out nonstop. I mean, like, I'm like jealous. So great. (laughs) I'm jealous of it. So I can't imagine, you know, being the, the ex in that situation. That would be tough. It's, I'm sure hard to watch a relationship play out so publicly when you have a past with that person and maybe lingering feelings. So I definitely feel for her, Mm -hmm. but I will say, Ash, I do not feel that it was a good first episode. I'm not thrilled. Do you think it was thrilled with the production of this at all? Mm -hmm. I think the thing I loved about keeping up with the Kardashians through E! News was as much as their life is on a level that none of us can really comprehend or will ever have access to the things they have access to, they somehow made it feel they were relatable to us. I didn't really get that at least with the first episode. You think like on on Hulu, Hulu, they're throwing it out the door. Like, look, we got the money. We've got it all. Like it is, we're stepping into this new frame. And and I will say, I feel like they moved to Hulu. Obviously they got a bigger contract and probably have way more editing and producing um, credits on this. But 
That's interesting you think that. I mean, I definitely got that from the opening scene. Like, this is a different world. I want Kendall's house, first off. That's, like, the one thing I took from it. But (laughs) I don't know. It just, it didn't feel as relatable at all. I felt they were all wearing these, like, cosmic sunglasses. And when I went through production of Love is Blind, they didn't really want you wearing sunglasses at all because people can't see your eyes. They can't really relate with you. Sure. And, yeah, I just, I guess... I didn't think the storylines were quite as wholesome and relevant. I mean, mm-hmm. it just, it was more like an MTV Cribs. Like, this is something mm-hmm. that's not attainable. It's nothing you can ever get. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't want to watch that. That's interesting. And I will say, like, I, I agree. I think it was kind of on a very large scale. Um, that's, that's an interesting take. I wonder if they're trying to edit it that way on purpose. And this is like okay, this is who we are. Because, I mean, it kind of is who they are, right? Like, they do have all the sure. shiny, so. <sighs> people will still watch. People love to watch Yeah, that kind of thing where people are living lives that we can't even imagine. Yeah, um, It's not yeah. for me, though. I get necessarily. it. I, yeah, Let's and I understand that. I understand it because there's people on Instagram who I actually, years ago, I just unfollowed because it was just kind of like an unhealthy, like, you, you kind of get into this, like, is this real life for somebody and, and, you know, you start comparing. And, and so I learned that's like one of the healthiest things I've ever done was to unfollow certain people on Instagram who make you feel smaller than you are. Um, I so that. I do, I do really agree with you in that. Like sometimes you just watch those shows and then you, you turn the TV off and you're like, what is this piece of shit house? Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. Like when, when the camera was zooming through their home, yeah. I'm just like, come on. Yeah. I want that. I want that. Actually, yeah. Kendall's was the only one I really like really it had a, still a cozy sleep. feeling to it yeah and kylie's was vastly different it was very modern yeah and um <laughs> chris has her own office in kylie's house it's that just was interesting. it's just living large speaking of kardashians so i know scott um who continues to be on the show was was bummed that he wasn't invited to a family function and i just think scott is lucky that he is even still in their good graces after everything he's done to courtney and also like what are you still doing? Like, we know you're dating the 19-year-olds. I mean, why are you throwing a fit that Courtney's moved on? I love what Courtney said about, like, realizing finally what she's worth and what she deserves. I was like, I could put that on a loop. That it was chills. so good. That was so good. And it's like, oh, my ex, who will continue to be there and still has relevance because they have kids together. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just like, why is this guy throwing a fit and he's, like, DMing her ex? It's just so childish. They need boundaries for sure. It's so hard to understand the right boundaries when there's an ex involved and there's kids involved. And, you know, this is something that I'm also dealing with. It's like, you don't know what, especially as the new person, you're kind of like, I don't know what this is, like what's organic, what's not, where I fit in, how close we all want to be, like tight-knit thing. Like, it's super hard. And, um... If anyone out there is This Is Us fans, watch the last episode. It shows beautifully how a family can come together after divorce. I just had to insert that because it was one of the best TV episodes I've ever seen. Ash, oh, I don't know God. if you watched that show. I used to watch it back in the day, but then okay. it was just, I fell off. Well, it's the final season, which I'm super sad about. But yeah, check that out on definitely. that note. We'll definitely check it out. And um yeah, I, I just think that, like, he's he's just lucky that he's in their good graces. And, and yeah. they welcome him like family. But, like, as you said, like, you got to set some boundaries sometimes. Like, your ex-husband can't come to everything. Right. And just let this woman be ex-boyfriend. happy and move it's on. Ex-boyfriend. It's not ex-husband. Ex-boyfriend. Right. Let this woman be happy and move on. Please. Please be back of you, Scott. And she can still have a healthy relationship with Scott. But let's put some boundaries in place. I did, like what, I did like him admitting, though, on the show <clears throat> that he was dating these teenagers and really young people because they don't, they won't push back. Like they don't have a voice. They're young. You tell them to do, they look good and they just follow you around and think you are the best thing ever. Um, so I thought that was really mature of him to admit that. Well, and he kind of said they don't want anything serious and that's, he hasn't been trying to do anything serious. So he hasn't been dating anyone that's of a more appropriate age. More appropriate age. Um, (laughs) speaking of, I know that, um, you had some mixed feelings this week because your ex, got engaged to J-Lo again. Oh, my ex. I know, right? In my mind. In my mind. 
I I gotta say, like, um, people are making fun of her because they're like, dang, congratulations for the 50th time, JLo. I gotta say, I love, love, love that she is re-engaged to Ben Affleck. I, I love this, like, full circle love story, and I think that it gives a lot of people hope that, like, you know, I don't know. Okay. So timing... <laughs> Is everything. And, like, maybe it was the yes. wrong time 20 years ago. And now it's the right time. We we have grown so much. Obviously, pop culture and paparazzi and just everything has changed in, in 20 years. And maybe they can have more privacy than they did 20 years ago when they were, like, these rock stars, like, these huge stars in a relationship, you know. So I really like that he wasted no time in asking her. And I just think it's so sweet. What do you think? Or... Okay. okay. It's giving everyone in the world an unhealthy perception of what going back to your ex could look like. <laughs> oh, wait, this is good. This is true. Right? This Think of good. all these people that are getting out of bad relationships and they're going, wait, and they're trying to heal, but they're going, wait, do I want to go back to this person? Because look at them. They're super happy. They made Give it, it 20 happen. years. Give it 20 years. And I'll tell yes, you what. 20 years. There in you go. 20 years, if you feel this way, then go back to them. That's the right Not equation. next week. Yeah. <laughs> Not next, do a couple in between, yeah. you know, do a Mark Anthony and a A-Rod and, a, and everybody else, do all that in between, and then go back. Right, because this is her sixth engagement. So she was married three times, then Ben proposed before, and of course she was engaged to A-Rod. Now Ben first proposed with the pink ring. Yeah. And now the green, which I kind of love. Actually, those are my sorority colors. I love it. He's trying to be different. You're an AK? You got to switch it up a little bit. I, I think it's really sweet. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe yeah, I'm just you know, I love really it. falling into the love story here, but I really no, think No, we it's... needed this story. I think we needed this story. They and resurrected like... from the ashes of their failed relationship, and look at them now. Um, eat your heart out, A-Rod. It's just like, I don't know. You know, it's really interesting. How do, well, I have to ask this, though. What? It, it's such a beautiful story. Right. But how do you feel that she's posting it all on her subscription-only platform? Does that take away from... The sentimental feeling. Yeah, that's how everyone's getting all this information. She announced her engagement on her platform and she posted her ring on her platform. That you have to subscribe to. Do you have to pay? You have to pay to subscribe to her. That's a little. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry to ruin it for you. If you're six engagements in, I guess you got to make some money. Like, I guess just go with it. Make your money, honey. Make that money, honey. I. I didn't realize that. Maybe I should have posted my engagement behind a wall. Nobody would have paid. Right. <laughs> my mom would have paid. <laughs> yeah, she, your mom would have unsubscribed, like, just like she did to your bridal shower invitation page. I know. She doesn't page. know what she's doing. I was like, I, what is this? I had a screenshot because we're doing a virtual invite for Ashley's bridal shower, and her mother accidentally unsubscribed, but it was the funniest notification I've gotten. So I had to screenshot that and send it to you. Oh my gosh. Um, how are you feeling about like the colorful engagement rings though? I know bridal fashion week just ended and there was a whole lot of fashion that came out of it. Apparently like the gloves are really big right now. Mm -hmm. Um, like cut out, not not cut out, but like pop up. I don't know what they're called on dresses, like textured dresses. And, Mm -hmm. um, what else came out? Colors you know dresses of color I love, and so. I love a little color I still like a beige or a cream underlay but I like yeah. a little pop of color I know like the floral inlets have become inlets yes yeah yes. the floral inlets have Beautiful. been really popular I love that I love a glove um so I, I love, love a, a glove short too veil. yes but so I was reading though it's so tricky though because it's like what you love now you don't want to look back in five years and be like why in the world do I have gloves on so I think I might do gloves for like a shower or a something that you yes. can take a little more risk in. I love that idea. Yeah, on the day of the wedding, it's kind of such a big risk to play with these trends. So yeah. it's like I have to agree on that. <laughs> Why do we have these like <laughs> I was like it was in. Um yeah, so that's that's kind of interesting. How's your wedding I- planning going? It's going great. My parents get in this afternoon, or my mom and her partner, Bruce, and we're going to look at five venues now. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's a lot I haven't decided fully. My heart's not fully in yet. Um, And my dream venue that I originally found in this location, we found out 
has an opening, and I need your opinion on this. Okay. On a Friday. No, that's fine. Is it? I, I almost did a Friday. You almost did a Friday. I almost did a Friday, and it's cheaper. And the thing okay. why I did not do a Friday is because I live in Atlanta, and you would have to get to Midtown Atlanta on a Friday at six o'clock, which okay. if there's an accident, you'd get there at midnight. So that's right. why I decided against that because I didn't want to be like, oh my gosh, I'm stressed out today because like, are we going to get there in time? Like whatever. But yeah. I don't mind a Friday. I think it's really cute. Like people are doing Sundays, um, Fridays are fun. And then if you do a Friday, people have the whole next day to like hang out, have fun, right. go do stuff, maybe have a, a lunch. I, I really do like that. And most people are flying in anyway, so it'll allow them to have the full weekend. Yeah. So I like that. But yeah, they're booked the whole year, but they do have this one Friday opening. And I'm like, I really feel rude asking people to obviously take off work. No, I don't. No, that's not. I don't mind that at all. Okay. I'm excited. So we're going to see that. We're going to see the two other options that I already liked and then two more. So for anyone who knows me, Ashley, you're probably like, okay, way too many options for you. But we we were at two last week. Now we're at five. I know. I'm thinking and hoping I'll have a lot of clarity after this, though. You absolutely will. So that's where we are. You are getting really close. I'm so close. I don't even know how many days, but I'm looking forward to the bachelorette in about a month. Um, So I'm trying not to eat for the next four weeks. And (laughs) um, yeah, getting super close. Um, it It was kind of like uplifting talking to Alexis, how like... She's like, I'm done. We're, we're two months out. And like, she, she looked like she's just like chilling and not well, her, stressed. Her and, future mother-in-law is on it. So well, like, yeah, she said that was the planner. My mom helpful. is like, my mom is not the planner. So, um, yeah, that's probably really helpful. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yeah. But you have your planner too. So you don't have I to do. worry. You have I the do. day of planner. I do. I've got, well, she's a few months out, so I'm going to actually start talking to her. Okay. She's like the three months out um, planner. So I'm going to start. Well, I'm super excited for your bachelorette. Me too. There's so many fun surprises. I'm just, I want it to be now. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm excited too. And for your bridal shower, which is going to be Bridgerton themed. Oh, that's gonna be really cute. <laughs> um, well, do we have any voicemails? No voicemails this week. You guys. We need some more voicemails. Well, we have some voicemails, but we're actually saving some of them for other episodes because we're doing different themes and they make more sense. So it's kind of got to flow, if you will. Um, So if you have left us a voicemail, no, we will get to it, but it's going to be on a later episode. Yeah, absolutely. I'm trying to look through our little story arc here and I feel like we've hit everything. I think we have. I think we have. Um, I really enjoyed Alexis being on today. I think she was such a yeah, it was breath great. of fresh air. And, and maybe we can get another cast member um, next week. And, and I see would love that. Too. Um, so you guys let us know who you'd want to hear from. So in, on another note, as I'm part of this Netflix reality watch club, mm-hmm. would you guys rather see us review The Circle or Bling Empire? Looking for input here. So this month we have kind of an option and I'm not quite sure what I want to do yet. I haven't really seen the circle. I think I watched just a little bit in the beginning and I think they're like four or five seasons in now. That could be an interesting one. It's kind of a catfish premise. (laughs) And then Bling Empire, I don't know a whole lot about. Sounds luxurious. Um, Sounds luxurious. I think I may have to go with that. Let us know. Yeah, let us know what you want us to review. Yeah, chime in. Chime in. We love you guys. Whatever else you want to hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Appreciate you guys. (laughs) Okay, have fun, Jess. Bye, you guys. (laughs)